So, uh, um, is that okay? Is that all right? So, a big thank you to Miriam and, and everyone else who have been brave enough to stand there or sit or whatever they're doing and really, honestly, just share their story of where they're at, what's going on for them, how God's impacted their life, how other things have come in to help them along the way. Mental health is something that affects most people in, in reality, and to be able to stand and open up a conversation about it is just really, really helpful. So today we're going to carry on the series, Mind, Heart, Body series, and we're going to look at um, the whole area of anxiety. That's something that I've had um, a fair bit of experience with, um, to varying degrees, really. Uh, for me, anxiety is one of those things where <sighs> if you let it in, it will steal a lot of your joy of life. And there is a place that I've learned as well in, in different ways and experience where you are able to stand there and say, anxiety, no, you can stay there because I've learned some tools on how to deal with it. But also the firmness and the foundation and the solidity of the gospel message of Jesus Christ has also been able to help me stand there and say, no, 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 that anxiety, you can stay there for a bit. I'm going to process this stuff out. And the foundation that you find that you have in the gospel allows you to be able to move forward. And so we're going to unpack some of that. There are times where, obviously, we're able to do some of this ourselves. There are times where we just need the help of other people. I've needed that. I've had counseling, different things along the way. Okay, I'm not a pro at this, but it's life. And that's what we're going to look at. Different ways of handling anxiety. I've recently taken up colouring in. I don't know if we can show the picture. I didn't overly find that one helpful to me. I know some people do. That must have been a bit of a tough day. But there are different ways of dealing with anxiety, okay? What we're going to talk about, this is not the way. This is not the only way to handle it. It's just another way that I hope will be helpful. Anxiety is such a diverse thing. It comes in different strengths at different angles. It can surprise you. You can feel it coming up. You can feel it kind of like all of a sudden take you off your feet. The things that happen to us, the things that we have no control over, things like, no, these are genuine things like aging, retirement, being alone, children, leaving home, war, illness. The things that are outside of our control, they're the stuff we can get anxious about. But we can also get anxious about the stuff that are within our control, like our career intimacy and relationships, going back to work or school, or even making a mistake, the stuff that you can get anxious about. And then there are things that are to do with our inner state, who we are as people, things like rejection, things like success or failure, or loss of image, loss of image. These are all things that we can find within ourselves. We start to get agitated and we start to feel that shaking of who we are. But the truth is, at the bottom of every fear, okay, this is, by, this is a quote by someone called Susan Jeffries, at the bottom of every fear is simply the fear that you just can't handle what life may bring you. Let me say that again. At the bottom of every fear is simply the fear that you can't handle what life is going to bring you. Let me ask you a quick question, okay? What would it be like if you knew that you could handle anything at all that life threw your way? What would you be scared of? If you knew that you could handle everything that came your way, I'm not sure there's much left to be scared of. And so fear lies in this place where it's simply a fear that you can't handle what's going to come your way. 
So what we're going to do, if you've got your Bible, turn to Philippians 4, verse 4 to 7. A famous bit in the Bible about anxiety. And um, I'm going to read it out. And then we're simply going to get really practical with this stuff. Okay? See what the Bible teaches us. See what Jesus taught us. And, um, and see how we come out the other side of it. Philippians 4, verse 4 to 7 says this. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. The Lord is near. Don't be anxious about anything. The Lord is near. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, with prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your requests to who? God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. That means it goes above and beyond any understanding we feel we might have. That peace goes way above beyond that. And that will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You might have noticed that I was able to do that without looking at my Bible. I'll tell you why. That Bible verse is an anchor for my soul in times of anxiety. I've memorized it. I've pulled it apart. And I've got a certain amount of understanding that holds me firm and holds me fast. Not all the time. Don't mean to say I still don't fear. But it helps me get through those moments in time. Rejoice in the Lord always, I say again, rejoice. Let your gen- uh, the Lord is near, let your, gen- let your gentleness be evident to all, the Lord is near. And do you know what, now I've forgotten it. Now I've forgotten it. The Lord is near, don't be anxious about anything, but in prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. What can we take from that? The Bible tells us to present our request to God. So the first bit, that's really helpful is to work out what are our requests. I know it's a really simple question to ask, but you'll be surprised how many times we come to God and just say, oh, help me. But then when we sit down and we think, but actually what's going on for me? It's really good to be able to say, right, this is exactly where I'm at. So this is something that I've done for about the past eight or nine years, okay? Something that links back to what Andrew said last week. Andrew last week, Really, help, really helpfully helped us to kind of work out what's going on with ourselves so that we are able to go forward. Andrew, yeah, I think you used the word accept, and then explore, and then act, okay? I'm a bit more pictorial than that. So what I do, I ref it, R-E-F, okay? Here's what it looks like for me. Trying to work out what these requests are coming to God. How do I do this? Bear with me, all right? If I'm in a moment where if things are feeling anxious, I picture myself walking onto a sports field. And that sports field represents my area of life and anxiety. You know when a referee comes on, blows his whistle, and it all stops? I almost come onto this area, and I'm like, blow my whistle, and I'm like, right, I'm going to ref this. What does ref it mean? I stop myself. I almost say to anxiety, stop. Wait, okay? Sometimes I need people to help me do this. But the first thing I think is, What's the reality, the R of F, ref? What's the reality? Why am I feeling like this? What's important about this situation that's getting me so worked up? Like the reality, genuinely, of what's going on. So you can stop and take a moment and just be like, otherwise it's carrying on going like that in my head. But I have to stop myself and take the time to say, what is the reality What's important about it? What am I worried about might happen? That, for me, is the first bit, okay? The next bit, 
the E of it. It's the ability to be able to say, right, that's my reality, but what's the E? E means explore, and that's kind of what Summit Andrew said last week. This means after accepting what's going on, exploring where you can go with it. Questions like, what, what's the next step? What do I really want to do? And sometimes it's all right when you're in that moment, asking an opposite question to how you feel. A good one might be, what's exciting about how I feel at the minute? What opportunities could come from this kind of buzzing around in my head and all the kind of like the anxiety of what's going on? And the next bit, the F of it. The F is the future. After looking at where you're at, what to do with it, then it's that bit of actually acting. I used to do this thing with anxiety where I used to kind of work out this is what's going on, okay? But I never realized that actually I could go on to do something to change it. I know it sounds really weird, but I almost just let it carry on and hoped that it would go away. Sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes there are times where we have to be able to stand and say, I can do something about this. There are times when we need help from other people to do that. I'm not saying that we're all powerful and, all, and that kind of stuff, but we do have a choice to go on to be able to do something with it. There are different actions in my, in my experience and, and working with different people on this kind of stuff. When we get that anxiety, when we've worked out what's going on, sometimes we want to be able to control the situation, control people around us to make that work out for our own benefit. There's that element, okay? Sometimes we want to postpone the action. We understand what we want to do, but we just kind of let it drift, and we never get to the point where we can actually do something about it. Okay? There are other times where we want to moan about it, where we've looked and said, oh, this is, I'm here, and it's all because of that person over there, or it's all because of that person over there, and we begin to blame other people. But I really believe that what the gospel shows us, what Jesus teaches us and the best way forward is when we own our own situation and we go forward on the gospel in prayer and actively go to change where we're at. This is incredibly practical but so powerful in helping us handle anxiety. When we can see that the bit that started, okay, and the response that's needed, taking time to work out what's going on in the middle. But knowing that you have the choice to be able to go forward. This is the point now to recognize for me the power of the gospel. Because when you've got to that point and you're like, right, what do I do with all this stuff? This is the way I want to go forward. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, present your requests to God. There was a time when I wasn't a Christian and I had anxiety stuff on. Okay? And then there was a time where I was a Christian and I had anxiety stuff on. The firmness of the gospel of being a Christian now means that I get to come to God himself to present all these requests to him. There was a time where I didn't have that. But now there's a time where I do have that. If you're a Christian, there is stuff for you to be grateful for all the time. There was a time where I didn't have that. Now there's a time 
where I do have that. The gospel message is firstly about salvation. This isn't a quick fix answer to our problems first off, okay? I want to make that clear. The gospel is about us coming into relationship with God. The gospel is the difference between knowing about God or knowing God personally. The gospel is about knowing God personally through what Jesus Christ has done on the cross. That's the entry point. The gospel will always be the entry point to knowing God. And once we do know God, that's the point where we can present our requests to him himself. That is such a privilege. That's an incredible privilege. Being right with God means going from knowing about God to knowing God, and it becomes relational. And this is the land, this is the area where bringing our requests to God, who is near to those who have chosen to be in relationship with him, is possible. Totally possible. Our ability as Christians to respond to anxiety opens the, the gospel just opens our ability to respond to anxiety in such a different way than when you're not a Christian. It totally does. But for this, when you are a Christian, it's the important bit of getting to know who God is, who your Father is, getting to know who is this one that I bring my requests to, and can he handle them? Is God really all-powerful and all-knowing? So in all of this, which he is, in all of this, is the action of getting to know God who we are presenting our requests to. It's so important to continue to grow in your understanding and in your relationship with God. He is your Father in heaven. He cares for you. He is near. This allows us to go through our times of anxiety with a foundation of knowing that God himself is with us. So important. Let me go back to the description of what fear was a minute ago. If the truth is at the bottom of every fear is simply the fear that you can't handle what life may bring you, I wonder how that might be with the foundation of knowing God in your life. For me, there is still that element of what if I can't handle what's going on. But then when I present my requests to God himself, who knows everything that's going on, who knows the beginning from the end, it doesn't take away fear but what it does, it allows me to walk through a lot stronger than if I didn't have that foundation. This isn't the total eradication of fear, okay? This is foundational stuff that will help us keep going and understand anxiety and fear and have the tools to get through the other side so that we don't have to live in that. The reality is that this is a process we grow in, understanding God more, understanding how we work through this ourselves more with God. This is an us and God, by the way. This is God working with us and us working with God. The reality is, is that this is a process we grow in, and sometimes it's not a quick answer. For some of us, if you are like me, I had 22 years of life without God, and now I've had 23 years of life with God. I am still coming out of the 22 years of the way I viewed life. And God is working on me to shift my eyes up more and more, heavenward, to understand him more, to understand that I can trust him more. He has not let me down once, and that faith is continuing to grow. 
I'm not saying this is a quick fix answer. If I do this, 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 then it'll all be okay. It's a different way of viewing life and the world when you become a Christian with God in your life. He changes your perspective and everything. And we need to grow in that and learn in that. I think that's important to say. And this leads to peace of God that surpasses understanding. How does that lead to a peace with God that surpasses understanding? I'm not allowed to move, am I? Am I on camera? If I'm at home, if you're at home and I'm all over the place, I do apologise. I'm doing well to stand in the same place. I've got to be honest. How does that bring a peace that surpasses understanding? If you knew, right, let, let, me, let me be really honest, let me just get really practical. If you knew that God was real and that he made everything and that he cared for you, okay, first bit. If you knew that, you can come into a relationship with him and when you do, he will never leave you or forsake you, okay? Think that. If you knew that this is only able to take place through the work of Jesus Christ and that that work is finished and 100% faultless and flawless, there are elements which are unchanging. And in whatever situation, to have those as a foundation brings a certain amount of levelling out. It doesn't, again, it doesn't totally stop fear, but it can bring a peace that nothing else can. You see, a peace that surpasses understanding, this is how I kind of see it, is this peace comes from totally outside of ourselves. This isn't a peace or, or, or a story that we've somehow emotionally made up and there's some sort of subconscious, un- weird belief thing going on. This is a work of God himself that has impacted a Christian's life where he comes inside you and he gives you a strength and a peace that is unchanging. And you cannot have that in any other place. I got to a point with my anxiety once where I got to the end of myself. I got to a point where I was having panic attacks about having panic attacks, where I was fearful about fear. Fear controlled my life, where I could go, what I could do. Fear controlled what I ate. And I had a year and a year and a half of that. It was actually that that led me to come to God because I realised I'd reached the end of my own resources. But then I met God and I realised my resources then hadn't ended. I get quite emotional at this point. I'm not going to cry. But this is a true life, real story of an Essex boy who impacted my life, whose God impacted his life and gave me a solid foundation when I've reached the end of my own resources. When I met God, I realised my resources in them hadn't ended because he's, he's God, and I'm not. This brings a peace that surpasses understanding because it's outside of what you can make up and it's the impact of someone out there impacting who you are there. It's above and beyond what we can do ourselves. There is not one thing this life can bring my way which will separate me from him. Every now and again, I wonder if my own niggling doubts sometimes do up here, but even that doesn't. You can, seriously, people can take everything away from me, but they will never take that one thing away. That will always be there. And in the area of anxiety, that for me brings a peace that nothing else can. And I'm hugely grateful to God 
for that. And I'm hugely grateful for the gospel of Jesus Christ for that, without which what I'm talking about isn't possible. It's not possible. We need to get to know God. We need to get to know how we can work this out. And actually, it's important to know that. Knowing God doesn't mean that we leave it all to him, okay? That we ourselves get engaged in this and we do something with him for our way forward through anxiety, okay? Let me round up. Do you know what? I've been genuinely worried this week that I wouldn't get this done in 20 minutes. It's not far off. Rounding up. As a person, I've experienced for myself how anxiety, I've shared some of it, not much of it, how anxiety can genuinely impact a life. I know for myself, and we've all been through different ways, different shapes, different responses, and I get that. Also, as a person, and I don't know if it's helpful, and, and I took four years out before coming here, I took four years out of working for church, and, um, and trained up in this whole area where for four years I did training in it and helped a lot of people in the areas of anxiety and a lot of different areas. And bits like the ref, like reality, explore, future, and, and all that stuff. There's so many tools out there. They're all really helpful, genuinely, and they are good. So if anxiety and that kind of stuff is something that is a struggle, like speak to someone about it who is good at this stuff, who is a professional. Their stuff helps. It helps. I've seen it help me and so many other people, okay? That stuff is good to understand, good to know. I know that getting through anxiety is possible without God. That's a weird thing for a Christian to come and say. But I've seen it. But from personal experience, life without God meant that I had a limit and my resources were limited. But the gospel brings me into a relationship with God which goes beyond my resources and I throw myself on him. And I say, God, here are my prayers and my petitions. I'm really going to keep going forward because I've got responsibility in this to act. But I know that you are with me and your promises are the things that I stand on and you give me a hope and a future that nothing else can. The gospel is foundational in knowing God. And when you know God, you can cast your anxiety on him because he cares for you. You can present your request to God and the peace of God is experienced in a very real way. I'm going to leave you with a couple of takeaways. I'm not talking about food. A couple of takeaways. First one, actually it's free. The gospel has changed your life. If you, if you have accepted Jesus, it has. The gospel has changed your life if you have accepted Jesus, okay? Sometimes there's just a working it out and we need to understand it more. So my encouragement would be, go and find out who you are in Christ. Even more, keep growing in it, keep learning it. I've been a Christian 22 years, I'm still learning it, okay? Get an understanding of what's changed for you. Because things have changed. That's not a heavy thing. It's just a discovering who you are now. Second thing, I honestly believe that we all have the ability to respond to anxiety. And sometimes that means going to get help. Get some help if you need it. Come and speak to one of the pastors if you need it. Speak to a trusted mate, go and see a professional. But there is a way. 
There is a way of handling this stuff. Third thing, three Bible verses for you to go and have a study of, okay? 1 Peter 5, 7, Psalm 56, Matthew 26, verse 36 to 46. Have a read, have a look, open it up, study it. Notice if Jesus and um, the, the other guys have a bit of a process of understanding where they are, what they're going to do with it, and how they go forward. But then notice the foundation of God that they are able to stand on to be able to get them through their moments of anxiety. You see it there, okay? I'm going to quickly pray, and then Ali's going to come up. God, I thank you. Jesus, I thank you for the gospel that allows us to not just know about God, but to know God personally. I thank you that you have opened up a relationship, God, that is unchanging and unwavering. God, may we know that more, I pray. I thank you that you are a foundation on which we stand that is not like sand, but that is a solid rock. I thank you that the gospel is unchanging. I thank you that it's a work that is finished. And I thank you that if there's one thing that will never change, it is that we can know you through Jesus Christ. For those that have accepted the message of Jesus, we are now firmly secure. I pray that for us that go through times of anxiety, God, would you set our worldview differently so that it's on you? Lord, I pray that you would help us to grow in that area, wherever we are. And I pray that you would help us understand where we are, what we're going to do, and how we're going to go forward, all these things. I pray that you give us wisdom and understanding for the days ahead when we feel anxiety. Give us the friends around us. God, be close, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.